dudes, my name is Tiffany. Welcome back to my series, Internet Analysis, where I like to research and discuss things relevant to social issues and media. There's always been a ton of fashion content on YouTube. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Ugh. Sadness is in the house! Oh no! anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hauls, lookbooks, styling idea videos. But fashion commentary specifically has become incredibly popular in recent years. I think there's been a huge rise in commentary in general. Many of us love to watch someone knowledgeable, discuss something niche, teach you something new in an entertaining way, often with humor, and bonus points for incredible aesthetic appeal. A winning content combination. So today's video will focus on some of my favorite fashion commentary channels that I've discovered in the past few years. They primarily discuss historical and vintage fashion and also the costume design in film and TV. And by the way, of course, this is not a comprehensive video. I could not possibly name every single influential, incredible creator. So if I miss anyone, please make sure to share your favorites in the comments. First, let's discuss viral historical fashion videos. An early type of historical fashion content on YouTube was the 100 years of whatever videos. In 2014, Cut uploaded 100 years of beauty, representing the United States. The video is only 1 minute 17 seconds long, it's just sped up makeover footage, background music, and a few seconds of posing for each look. At the time of filming, that video has 35 million views. This type of video has been made by channels like Cut, Glamour, Allure, to show how fashion, hairstyles, and other societal norms have shifted over time in various countries. These videos fit typical viral standards. They're interesting, non-controversial, easily shareable, great for short attention spans. I think of them as the visual equivalent of listicles. You know, you watch them and you feel like you just learned something without actually having to put much time or effort in. But many of these videos, especially the earliest ones, did not include a voiceover and had little to no factual information or context. Many viewers have since complained that the depictions are not historically accurate. Again, they're more focused on aesthetics than in creating deeply researched, thorough, nuanced depictions of historical style. These are not commentary videos. They're made by media giants who have to produce lots of content at a very quick pace. The goal is to go viral, and therefore you must appeal to the widest possible audience. But these mass-produced videos often lack the personality that individual creators have. Before we continue, let's give a shout-out to today's sponsor, ThreadUp. ThreadUp is an online consignment and thrift store for women and kids clothing where you can find great items from brands that you love for up to 90% off retail price. They have a ton of new arrivals every single day, so there's always more stuff to check out. I have a promo code to share with you guys, but first I want to show you what I got this time, including the dress that I'm wearing right now. 
We have this lovely tank top from Out From Under. Estimated retail $36, thread at price $18.99. This is definitely a great summer basic. It's incredibly comfortable. I can dress it up with a skirt like this and I often also wear it with sweatpants. I love the subtle shimmers and these tiny little strappy straps. Then we have these denim shorts from BBG, one of my faves. Estimated retail $59, thread at price $29.99. And these were new with tags, baby. They fit great, I love the wash. I like this little thing here. What does it do? I don't know. And I have them paired with this striped top. Love these colors, are you kidding? This is also Urban Outfitters. Estimated retail $30, thread up price $13.99. It's so comfy, I've already worn it a ton of times. Okay, these fabric shorts. These are the Yeah Dressy Shorts. Estimated retail $27, thread up price $14.99. These are for when I need to be absolutely unrestricted. Denim's not gonna do it. Something a little lighter, flowy. Okay, sexy dress. This is a date night ensemble for sure. Can wear it off the shoulder like this, ooh, or like this, cute. This is from Urban Outfitters. Estimated retail $60, thread up price $23.99. Wow, <laughs> can't stop looking at myself in the viewfinder. That's when you know. If you wanna try ThreadUp, you can use my link to get an extra 30% off your first order with code Tiffany. Thank you, ThreadUp, let's get back into it. So as I mentioned, that viral historical fashion content was very intriguing, very popular with a lot of people. For many viewers, this kind of content presented a mainstream entry to the fascinating, quirky world of historical and vintage fashion. There was clearly a huge demand for more of this content. So where are the fashion and costume experts? Enter the costumers. This is the historical vintage fashion sewing side of YouTube. Generally. Let's start with Karolina Zabroska. She's a Polish YouTuber, filmmaker, and author known by her viewers as Meme Mom. She makes educational, informative, and also very, very funny videos about historical fashion. Plus, she has impeccable hair and style. Mary Kitty is life. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's not what they meant. I think they were actually Googling about your life. Oh. She's made many videos about the Victorian and Edwardian eras with very fun and creative concepts, including some historical outfit of the day and get ready with me videos. In case you've ever wondered what YouTube could have been like if it existed over a hundred years ago. And the reason I'm doing this haul is because my mistress died of plague and she apparently left me some of her items. So I'm super excited for all this. She also uses her extensive knowledge to correct myths about historical and vintage fashion, especially those viral videos that I mentioned earlier. Her most popular video, Real Women, Beauty Through the Decades, is from 2015 and has over 8 million views. Carolina argued that these videos often present the beauty ideals of certain time periods, but that of course most everyday people didn't look like that. So in this video, she attempts to create a more working class depiction. And crucially, she includes historical and political context. Style trends are often shaped by shifting political and economic conditions. So you know I had to check out Social Blade for this video, as always. And I noticed that Carolina's channel had a really big jump in October 2018, largely due to the success of this video, Everything Wrong With Those 100 Years Of Videos. Again, she is coming to fact check. No historical inaccuracy will go unaddressed. Show me a single picture of a person from 1950s looking like this. I will wait. Oh my goodness, what on earth is this? This is, oh, Ava Gardner. 
is going to raise from her grave and beat you up, baby. That video currently has 3 million views and really her channel has grown very consistently since then. She recently passed 1 million subscribers, so congratulations. Next, we have another extremely popular costumer, Bernadette Banner your friendly neighborhood gateway to dress history. In addition to her own time-intensive sewing projects, Bernadette creates a variety of fashion commentary videos. Bernadette is popular for her skill and knowledge, but also how she presents herself. Her fashion and hairstyles, plus her speaking style, which has this like very strong enunciation and this kind of unplaceable accent. I've been long enamored by the turn of the century walking skirt, since my main fabric actually has quite a decent body to it, so we shan't be seeing them again. If you are already a regular visitor to these parts, then I shall greatly look forward to seeing you soon on my next historical sewing adventure. So, one of her channel's early growth spurts happened in March 2019. She gained about 50,000 subscribers in one month. Likely from this video, I grew up in a corset, time to bust some myths, featuring actual research. We love actual research in this house. It now has 3.5 million views, and I'm pretty sure I found her channel through this video, so thank you, algorithm. It seems like a central mission for all costumers is to combat the myths surrounding corsets and the tropes that are constantly perpetuated in media. We'll begin by addressing just that. The fervid 21st century belief that corsetry is a painful instrument of torture imposed by a patriarchal society. Like really, if there's one thing that all fashion commentary channels have in common, it's probably that they have to address the corset issue at some point. Her channel's next big jump came in November 2019. She gained about 200,000 subscribers in one month, buying a knockoff of my own dress, an educated roast. I mean, is there a title more compelling than that? It has over 6 million views. It seemed like it popped up into everyone's recommended, including mine. And this video is just, it's simply a banger. Here she is. In all, this is definitely not cotton, in all of her polyester synthetic glory, this dress I bought for $49. This dress cost me about $200 in materials alone. That is $1,650. That's how much this dress hypothetically would have cost at an absolute basic minimum wage. If you're ever in a position as absurd as this where your work has been stolen or misrepresented, take advantage. Capitalize on the nonsense by at least making a brilliant takedown video. So side note, I noticed something that I think is interesting. In the last two-ish years, kind of coinciding with the rise of Carolina and Bernadette's channels, We've also seen those same big media companies creating these fashion expert videos. The makeover visuals from those older videos are obviously very cool, but I think people just wanted more depth and more context. So I think the media channels responded by making these videos because, hey, you've got a fashion expert, fact checking, we love that, and they're here to give us more info. And yet, many viewers still complain that these fact check videos are still not very historically accurate. Ironically, actually, Bernadette hosted one episode for Glamour, and while the comments praised her, of course, they also pointed out an issue that frequently plagues the series, where the visuals and the illustrations that go along with what the fashion expert is describing don't match. So it really takes away from what they're trying to explain. And by the way, nothing against the fashion experts who have been featured in these videos. We don't know necessarily who writes these videos or who edits them. It's possible that important information might get left out. This is not a competition of who gets to be YouTube's real top fashion experts. Though I think that would be interesting. Can we have a reality show, please? 
in this situation, I think it largely boils down to corporate content versus independent content, which is always a major area of contention in the media sphere. Corporate media companies have more resources and big production teams, whereas independent creators often work alone or with little help. Corporate media can produce a lot of content more quickly, but sometimes their deadlines are so fast-paced, based on what we've heard in those Why I Quit BuzzFeed types of videos, that their employees have to rush to finish content just to keep up with the extremely demanding upload schedules. That means maybe not researching as deeply as they would like to, or not being able to perfect every element, because of time constraints. But with indie creators, it's all them. It may take more time to produce one video or one project, but they're likely putting their heart and soul into it. They can pursue whatever topics they love or what they're excited or passionate about, which makes it more enjoyable to watch. It's just great to see someone geek out about their favorite things. And that's what I think is cool about the costumer community because a lot of people like myself, though I do have an interest in sewing, my sad, lonely sewing machine does not get enough use. Before this, I would not have thought that historical fashion content could have been interesting to me, but these creators are so interested and so knowledgeable that it's just fun to watch them talk about things, even if it goes over my head. So with that, let's get back into the costuber genre on YouTube. To me, there's a big overlap between vintage fashion, historical fashion, and sewing channels. Sewists? I'm not deeply involved with this whole community yet, though yes, I do have an interest in sewing. Do you ever get stressed about not keeping up with your hobbies. It's like, these are supposed to be fun, not stressful. Anyway, I asked my Instagram followers to name any of your favorite creators in this genre. So obviously, in addition to Carolina and Bernadette, you can check out these channels. And again, feel free to share your faves otherwise. Wow, look at all these great channels. I'm not going to say them all because it's so many names and there's so many names in this video, but please check them out if you're interested. And out of all of those great recommendations, I would like to specifically highlight Not Your Mama's History. Chaney McKnight works as a historical interpreter and living historian. So her channel features a lot of content about historical reenactments, specifically focused on African-American history and, of course, the experiences of enslaved people. Her channel is not entirely focused on fashion, but she has made quite a few videos about 18th and 19th century African-American head wraps, and she is very invested in the fashion side of her work. I just think this content is so important and much needed. So much of our education is whitewashed and a lot of the history and even like museums in this country focus on the white perspective. So the work that Cheney does both in person and online can really help inform people about lesser known aspects of African-American history. Please check out Not Your Mama's History. Okay, switching gears. I want to discuss fashion commentary focusing on film and TV costume design. In the last year, we've all been even more dependent on Netflix than usual, and we've seen tons of period pieces like Bridgerton and The Queen's Gambit be incredibly popular. We've also had shows like Fate, The Winx Saga, and Emily in Paris, which, to say the least, has given the fashion commentary community a lot of material to discuss. And of course, creators like Carolina and Bernadette have made lots of videos analyzing the historical accuracy of various costumes in historical period dramas, period pieces. The next channels I'm discussing are pretty heavily focused on film and TV fashion, whether that is historical, vintage, or contemporary, and they've all blown up in popularity in the last year. First, we have Mina Lay. She currently has 347,000 subscribers. She created this channel in May of 2020, so she only recently passed 
her first official year on YouTube. And she blew up in like September, October of 2020. She went from 700 subscribers to 64,000 in one month. That's amazing. And that success probably came from her rating Disney princess dresses on historical accuracy video. Again, as we've seen the culture on YouTube and the trends, what's been popular among audiences, obviously this video has been a goldmine for a reason. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Then we love the nostalgia of analyzing things from our childhood, Disney princesses, and then the element of analyzing the historical accuracy is very cool because it's educational and informative, and we either get to see who has done really well or who has been perhaps trash at design. <laughs> Not that I'm one to speak. And I think another major part of Mina's appeal is the first impression that you get as a viewer. She has a very unique and expressive style. I love that she's constantly trying out very different looks. She's got the like 1920s, 1930s skinny eyebrows going on. And she's always wearing these really beautiful vintage pieces. Makes me feel like I need to step my game up. To be honest, I felt slightly inadequate for this video because I'm talking about all these people who are so knowledgeable about fashion and they have all of these aesthetic videos and they they have the hair and the makeup and the outfits and I'm like, hmm. Today I tried to do a, a green and purple eyeshadow look. Then in October 2020, she also made a video about Emily in Paris being a fashion disaster, which was also very well received. That has 1.4 million views. The last video I want to highlight is her video about Marie Antoinette. I don't care that Marie Antoinette is historically inaccurate. And I love this video because sometimes it can seem like these videos talking about historical accuracy, I guess are just nitpicky, even though it's like, okay, we love fact checking. But some people might say, oh, who cares about, you know, if it's perfectly accurate or whatever. Maybe it's not your thing. But I like the points that she makes in this video because it, it proves that films don't have to be perfectly accurate, but that it's more about the intention that you're going for. Some period pieces aim to be as realistic as possible, and then some just go for the vibes, and that's kind of what this movie did. The inaccuracies are purposeful to contribute to the directing of the film and the vision rather than being accidental fuck-ups because you were too lazy to like actually look into things, you know? I think that's, that's where the beef is with the historical inaccuracies in costume design. And of course, knowing Mina, she wears a full-ass look in this video. The makeup, the wig, the outfit, extra points. Next up, we have Tessa from Modern Girls. She has 348,000 subscribers right now, which they're, her and Mina are friends, and they're almost at literally exactly the same subscriber count as of right now. I just found that interesting, okay? We love besties who like ascend YouTube fame together. I don't know. Modern Girls is an ode to female-driven media of the early 2000s. This channel was created in October 2019 and pretty much blew up in like May 2020. She uploaded so many videos in one month. I, looking back on this, I'm like, how did you do it? And a lot of these were initially quite short, usually less than seven minutes long. And a lot of them were visuals and kind of lists of different movies, basically like inspo Pinterest in video form, I guess. 
But then she started to make more actual video essays, such as the problem with Belle's dress and why Hermione's dress has to be pink. And those videos did incredibly well. Her video essays have continued to get longer and longer and more in-depth, which we love. And her topics, I can't believe how popular all of her video topics are. I, I think the appeal of Y2K especially is a really big contributor because Y2K style is really popular right now. And also, I think a lot of us are also reassessing our memory of Y2K in terms of like celebrity stuff. Does that make sense? <laughs> but here's the thing. Y2K style is set to make a comeback. The 70s were all about the 50s, the 90s were all about the 70s, and the 2010s were all about the 90s. See the pattern? This made the 2000s aesthetic return inevitable. We're all just thinking about the early 2000s right now, and Modern Girls is giving us that content nonstop. Then we have Shanspear. Her name is Shania. This channel was created in June 2020, so it's less than a year old. Shania initially made lookbooks, style videos, and vlogs, especially covering those really popular 2020 quarantine fashion trends like dark academia and cottagecore. She's created many video essays involving feminism, race, style, and beauty. And she started to blow up in February. She went from 5,000 subscribers to almost 50,000 in one month. I love to see small channels succeed and then suddenly they're massive and they're not even small channels anymore. That's what we want to see. I love that she includes these really cute handwritten graphics and titles. Those are very popular right now, that sort of style. Our society has an aversion to things classified as stereotypically feminine. Bubblegum pop allegedly has no substance because it sometimes talks about partying or boys. This aversion to stereotypically feminine things has caused a rift in girlhood. And also involving, again, this general trend of what's been really popular on YouTube, in terms of fashion commentary, she has made a few videos redesigning the wardrobe of shows like the Powerpuff Girls reboot, the Gossip Girl reboot, Fate, the Winx reboot. We can talk all about reboots and why is this happening and why are they not good at styling it and why? Why are reboots? And if she hasn't already by the time this is uploaded, I'm sure she's gonna hit 100,000 subscribers very soon. So congratulations, Shania. At this point, I know I am not alone in requesting this. We are begging Netflix and all other major media producers. Can you please hire creators like these to help design or to consult in your stylings of new shows? Please, God. I'm pretty sure most of them have created their redesigning videos. So like they're already giving you their experience. They're giving it to you for free. Take it before you make the show so that they don't have to roast you, you know? If we must constantly be rebooting classic shows and movies, or taking our favorite childhood cartoons and turning them into shitty live action shows, can we at least make sure they serve some looks? That's my humble request. So finally, we reached the end of the video. I have mentioned a lot of creators in this video, but I have two more, baby. We need to do our small channel shout outs. Our first shout out goes to the channel Chai Tea. Her name is Tiana. I first found her channel when this video blew up, styling the wings live action like it was meant to be. Again, fate was so bad, which absolutely sucks for the sake of the reboot, but it gave us so much good restyling content. So thank you. I think her outfit in this video is so cute. The combination of the purple and the red, the little earrings. Her channel is largely focused on fashion and styling content. It is very relaxing and mellow to watch. I was watching her Sew With Me Q&A and she mentioned that she is an INFP and type four on the Enneagram, which I am too. Therefore, we are kindred souls. So please check out Chai Tea. 
And second shout out goes to Alice Capel. She's French, I'm trying to use my accent. Alice Capel, don't roast me. She's been on my list for a while because her videos were recommended to me and they're great. I almost felt like if I didn't do it soon, the small channel shout out would not be necessary because her channel's been blowing up. But she makes incredible video essays on such good topics. Again, I'm like jealous that I haven't thought of them first. She covers things including film, feminism, aesthetics, fashion, and then general analysis of YouTube trends. So obviously, up my alley. I first found her alternative self-help is brainwashing you video, and I also loved her recent video about extreme study with me content. Great stuff. Check out Alice. Finally, we reached the end of the video. Thank you guys so much for watching this. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know, again, if you do watch fashion commentary channels, who else you love. This was such a long script initially, and I just had to cut it because it was getting too long, but I still want to talk about, like, high fashion commentary, like Hot Limode. I want to talk about ethical fashion commentary, like Kristen Leo, my friend Ash Tanya, Lena Norms makes really great fashion commentary. But again, this video was so long. Love them. Thank you so much for watching, and thank you again to ThreadUp for sponsoring this video. Again, use my link. Use code Tiffany, get 30% off your first order. Okay, thanks, bye.